0: Hi everybody, my name's Rob Scott from UC Today, and in this session we'll be talking about Interactions Analytics and how Nice and Excedia are addressing the contact center market with their latest enlightened models that provide unique data insights. Today I'm joined by Jonathan Wax, Vice President of EMEA for Nice and Exedia, welcome. Rob, hi, how are you? I'm very good, thanks, how are you? Yeah, not bad, very good, very happy to be here. Yes, indeed, in the middle of lockdown, nonetheless. Yep. Uh, thanks for joining me. It's great to see you again. Um, Jonathan, always a great place to start before we jump into the session. But you know, mm-hmm. can we have a quick bio and you tell me a little bit about what you do for uh, Nice Nexedia, please?
1: Yeah, absolutely. No problem. So um, uh, some of you uh, may know um, uh, Nice purchased Nexedia about four years ago, just over four years ago. Um, and basically to bring the, the analytics um, applications and solutions that we have into the, into the overall Nice portfolio. Um, NextSedia had been set up um, just over 20 years ago now it was was a spin-off from University um, and I started working for for NextSedia as it was then in 2005 so set up the EMEA operations 15 years ago as I say and then for the last four years uh, has been part of NICE and we've expanded the, the, the product portfolio from just being interaction analytics to the, to the broader, um, as we call it, customer engagement analytics. So we're looking at not just the interactions in the contact, contact center, but customer journey analytics, IVR analytics, and a lot of other yeah, digital containment areas. So basically, you know, we are the, the, the part of Nice that has have the technologies that can help people understand what is going on in their contact centers, how they're inter- how organisations are interacting with their customers through various channels, and then map all of those out. Um, you know, really the aim is that we give people insights to improve customer service generally, but also to help customer experience and digital transformation. Deals.
0: Great stuff. And today we're going to talk about your new enlightened product. But Good. before we do, I, I yeah. wanted to just kind of get a little bit of background on, on you know, the kind of use of AI in the contact center. And, you yeah. know, first of all, how can AI assist quality assurance in a in a kind of contact center CX environment? Yeah. OK. Um, so I think one of the, the,
1: the primary roles is if you look at most quality programs um, that, that exist, um, the, the, the aspirations of those are really uh, driven on, you know, how do I improve customer service? You know, a lot of them are linked to CSAT or NPS surveys, whichever way you look at it. And, and there what you're trying to do is to say, I want to make sure that when I have an interaction, it is as good as possible. And to do that, you want to be able to, to, to coach your agents so that they deliver that level of service. And, and, and the, the, the challenge I think people face is that, um, you know, historically that was always done by people. You know, you, you, as a, either a team leader or a quality person, you sat there, listened to a number of calls and gave them a, a score that was then used to, to, to coach the, the agent. Um, and, and of course, the issue of that is scale. You know, if you wanted to do a really thorough job of coaching and you've got 100 agents, you probably need to employ 100 people to listen to the calls. And, and the economics just don't work. You know, No one's ever going to do that. So it's always been a selective um, process. You know, you've taken a number of calls and, and you review those and that's how you use the feedback. And, and the challenge has been even you know if you look at how analytics has evolved over the last 10, 15 years in the contact center space, there are elements of the conversations that we can we can automatically you know produce or metrics we can automatically produce, but those are really you know binary metrics. Did this happen or did this not happen? And a lot of what people want from a customer sentiment point of view are far more um, subjective measures. You know, um, many years ago, I, I remember working with a company who said, "Did the agent answer the customer with a smile in their voice?" You know, and it's like. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, what do you, and, and you can think about what it means, but then you say, how do you say, you know, if you are just looking at what people say, it's impossible to answer that. So what what AI is able to do is you know, is is, is you know, the or, the or the power of AI modeling is that actually if you have a large volume of data and you can produce um labelled data which associate with something. So let's go back to this case of you know quality monitoring. If I've got a quality process that's to support customer satisfaction and I'm looking for the following behaviors. If I've got that labelled data, I can then create an AI model and that AI model can then be applied to 100% of all of my interactions. So when it comes to a, a QM process, rather than saying, well, we, you know, well done, Rob, uh, listened to a few of your calls last week and this one's a whatever and this one's a what, you know. It's basically saying, well, you know, on, here are all your calls last week. You're really good in this area. But, you know, maybe those are, I don't know, service calls. But actually, if you're on a sales call, you're not so good. And these are the areas we want you to work on. So really, the power of AI is to say, we can now go beyond sort of explicit analytics, i.e. is something there said or not said, and move it to far more, you know, able to do subjective analysis, but to do it in a consistent and objective way. So I think that that's the power of AI. and and And, and I suppose it's moving to that point of, yeah, you know, most a lot of people from an analytics perspective just want it to yeah you know, just tell me something, just give me the answer. And the AI models will allow you to build out. Yeah, you know, that's the answer. More becoming more of a black box solution than than it used to be.
0: Yeah, I find it fascinating that it's able to detect sentiment. I, I think it's just amazing technology. And how accurate is that technology? You know, the the, the AI detecting yeah. the sentiment. Um,
1: that, so it's it. The, I suppose the Easy answer is it's, it is accurate. I mean, you know, when we've run it with people, they've looked at it. And, you know, so normally when we first create some of the models, you compare it to benchmarks. And basically, you know, if people say this, uh, you know, if, if you give me a hundred calls, I'd expect 20% to be like this and 20% or whatever those are. We're matching those pretty evenly. So so it, it is, you know, and it comes back down to, you know, sort of all AI models. It's based, you know, we base it on a set of labelled data. If that labelled data is accurate and correct, which, it, you know, it is, um, then we get very accurate models. Yeah, you know, there have been cases when we've had some results, so you come out and look at them and go, oh, that's a bit weird. And then when you dive into the data labelling, you know, there may be some issues with the labelling data or some of the calls we've got aren't what we quite expect. So, so I think, you know, it, it's like if you put good
0: quality data into it, we're getting very good accurate models coming out. That's really good. And are you able to go back through old data? Because obviously th- there must be a lot of call recording data hanging around. Uh, yeah. but, so uh, are, are our contact centers able to kind of learn from the past, if you will?
1: Um, yeah, well, I think, it, yeah. So it depends on the organization. You know, some people keep their data for a, you know, a, a month or two months. And so they don't have huge backlog. Some organizations, especially, you know, financial services, when you've got regulated products, have got lots of data going back, you know, for years. But, but, you know, I, I think quite a, we've seen quite a few customers now, especially, especially if they've got an analytics platform already and, and they're using it for, for um, you, know, um, it, uh, you know, we have organizations who've got a lot of products that are on annual renewals. So they're keeping analytics data for a year. They've got the calls for a year. You know, so it's very easy to go back and say, you know, a lot of these companies have got, you know, literally tens if not hundreds of millions of calls already in their analytics system. So we've got a huge body of data which we can work.
0: Yeah, I can imagine that. Just the more data you are consuming the, the the better it's getting ultimately, because yeah. you know these machines need to learn, don't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you know, and again, yeah, you know, the the, the, the you know there's you know in the, in the AI world, there's unsupervised learning and supervised learning. You know, and the aim for us is our court, you know what, a lot of what we want to do is unsupervised. You let it learn. But going back to your point about um, accuracy and everything, and you know, if if you come up with going that doesn't look right, or that you just don't have enough examples of the label data you can you know you can actually help the system through a supervised process so you know the the, the, the approaches of ai also help the, you know both the scale of what you can
0: do and the, and the accuracy great so and a lot of organizations and certainly contact centers have uh, gone home to work uh, so there's a lot of remote working happening right now uh yeah. so there, there are common i suppose there's a number of challenges associated with sending your agents home to work Um, yes but how can a solution like this help home working uh, contact centers Um, so I think um,
1: the easiest way of putting it is is it it gives you a very good basis to have a conversation with an employee based on all of the interactions they have it so you know you're exactly you know the the, um, you know I don't know how long ago is it now Two? it's only two months whatever you know two, two Two and a half months ago before we got into this, this current pandemic world, you know um, contact centers were running as they had done forever, you know pretty much centralized functions when everyone's there. And there were some very you know, um, standard processes of what you do. The move to remote working has put lots of stresses on, on, on the organizations. You know, some individuals have been stressed because of you know, the, the, the virus and maybe their home environment. You know, and others it's, they're not used to working that remotely and and i think you know one of the the powers of 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 what we see happening is if you can sit there and have a you know let's say i'm going to i mean i'm only, um, instead of having like the traditional coaching session you know once a month i'd spend a couple of hours with you if you say every day i'm going to spend 5 minutes with you or 10 minutes with you or all each of my team members and you can talk to them about stuff that happened the previous day you know how they handle customers then then you're actually doing a lot to su- you're probably actually supporting them in a way they've not really been supported with, with before but even though they're remote they're getting far more constant and if, if the if the topic of the conversation is how they're dealing with the the, the the customers and the types of conversations they're having you know if the focus is we know it's difficult we know it's remote you're all remote and the customers are in a similar situation but you know our focus is on Doing the best for our customers and customer satisfaction, customer sentiment. If you can help coach them on that on a daily basis, you know it, it means that they become they still stay engaged with the organisation rather than sitting there going, I answer the phone, I do my job, I might have it. And once a month, I have a review or whatever. If you do, if you move to that that the the way that you know we are using the your call data to help us to. It, you know manage your situation to improve how you deal and i think a lot, a lot of people can, can actually there is a positive so i say coming out of moving to that remote world
0: yeah certainly i imagine there's a lot of positives especially return on investment here for the business yeah. is exceptional yeah. i imagine um yeah. okay let's jump into nice enlighten tell us about yes. when did it when did it come out what what's uh, what's it all about
1: yeah so so basically um I mean, Enlighten um, was launched, um, I think it was January this year, it may been December, I don't think it was December, I think it was December, but basically Enlighten is, 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 uh, is uh, four or five months old now, um, and basically it is, the latterly it's the result of some customer work, some customer projects and some initiatives we started running the back end of last year which was looking going back to, I think as we talked about earlier on, how can we use AI? How can we use the power that's out there of AI to improve the way we, uh, the way we support our customers from an analytics perspective. And I mean for about the last five years, um, yes, it's probably about the last five years we've had, um, we've been able to produce a sentiment score, um, on a per call basis. Um And the sentiment score is you know made up of or is, is comprises elements that are said so it's vocal you know how and elements of the acoustics of how it's said and, and laughter and so forth and that actually was a as a basic AI model but it was it was i think we trained it more than AI training it and then people said actually the concept we had there is oh that's great really quite interesting if I can create an um, um, a number of multiple numbers of enlightened models actually it then makes the whole analytical process easier because you know they if they're sort of as also, you know they're off the shelf you say let's plug in seven and if you just give me some calls and i plug these seven in i then get metrics you know outputs based on these seven models so you know it's, it's the, the i think the early work last year was saying actually is it possible to take the audio files that we've got you know the audio data the you know the transcripts the labeling data that we have Um, and then build out these models and and basically we proved that out back end of last year so this year what we've done is we've now launched launched Enlighten and so basically Enlighten is the name for the, um, um, you know, it used to be called derived data but basically Enlighten is our AI driven models that allow us to automatically produce any given number of metrics that health organisations, you know, and we've got some. When we talked a bit about agent behaviours earlier, you know, we've got some looking at agent behaviours. We've got some looking at sentiment. We've got some looking at complaints. You know, we're looking at how we can apply it in the world of fraud and sales. Uh, sales effectiveness So basically, any yeah, you know, anything that is, the, in fact, anything that requires humans to do it, um, and we can, you know, by their assessment of what's coming or their judgement of what's happening at all. We can effectively automate through ai and this whole yeah you know, the whole thing the models and how we present it to users is what we call in like
0: great stuff and so what's the impact been like on on the, on the teams and, and the supervisors yeah um so
1: i think um where we where we've deployed it you know as i say it's, it's early days and and but where we've deployed it um it's it's impacted i think all the way through you know the agents the, you know the agents or call handlers or whatever you know they they like the fact that they're now being assessed on the totality of their work you know it's it's you know it, it all there was also guys oh well that was just all oh, that was, but it's like you yeah, know they are being seen on all of what they do and and you know and when you do look at you know we all have varying levels of performance and we all have some strengths and weaknesses. But this really, this really highlights it, so they can see that they can, even if there's areas to be of improvement, there are areas where they're strong. So the employees are like like it, and the team leaders like it because um, you know rather than if you're preparing for a, you know a monthly coaching session, you've got to go off and try and find some calls, and it's quite you know if you last month we were talking about X, if you want to talk about X again, it's sometimes quite hard to find a call that's in the same structure, same flow. So so, so, so example. basically because they've got every call in there they can and go i'm not going to focus on bing 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 i'm just going to focus on this for whatever it is and so they can they they can coach more effectively Um, and also they can get to the calls more easily so therefore it's easier for them to get the calls that they can they can do something with and 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 action and coach on And and it's really you know, for them, it's it's that movement from you know quality managing being a you know, process, more of a you know quality management being more of a you know this is a coaching, or well, rather than management process, it's a coaching process, it's an enabling process. And at the height, you know, if you take it up the level, the organisations who have used it, you know, they've seen things like in customer sat, you know, transactional NPS scores have gone up, general C- NPS or CSAT scores have gone up, employee satisfaction goes up, and um, they can be, you know, the 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 time the efficiency of the whole program is, it becomes more efficient so there's savings that way as well so basically all, all levels in the organization they're sitting there going you know, this is taking us to the next level of what we want
0: great stuff and and it's available now then I, I believe yep. it's uh, it's yep. delivered from the cloud I take it so it's something that yep. uh, it's relatively straightforward yep. to get up and running with yeah so you know um there are various options you know for customers an existing next your customer,
1: then yeah you're right you know it's just it's a If we just add on the application onto the server. It is possible um you know to run it outside. if you don't have analytics, it is possible just to to, to run it standalone as well, and then ultimately yes yeah you, know, you could then roll out the analytics piece so yeah, it's delivered from the cloud you know it it, it in an, you know in an analytics world, it's a relatively easy add-on. In the standalone world, it's just we need the calls, the transcripts from the calls, and we can work that way. Um, and yeah, the results can be exported you know, from an Excel type version, or there can be dashboard views that agents, team leaders, whoever can take on.
0: Great, it sounds fascinating. And for anyone looking for more information, how can they get in touch with NICE?
1: Okay, so there's um, a white paper that's been published, which is available on the, white, uh, the, white, the NICE website. Uh, which is nice.com I think it's nice.com backslash analytics and there's a white paper there talking about enlighten I think it's in there's a couple but it's enlighten customer satisfaction
0: or enlighten agent behaviors great thanks Jonathan it's always a pleasure talking to you thank you ever so much for joining me pleasure Rob my pleasure great thanks for everyone for tuning in if you've enjoyed today's session don't forget to give us a quick like or a share and we'll be back again very soon until then thanks for watching